We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. From KMOX Sports. The young swings and that's a high fly ball. Billikens win! Billikens win! This is Sports Open Live. It's a grand slam! Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice. Yes! KMOX. On a Monday evening, we do welcome you into Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley, coming your way live from San Diego, California. Specifically, we are at the Grand Hyatt, the home of this year's baseball winter meetings, and a lot has already gone down today. And uh, we're going to be with you for one hour today, taking you into Monday night football. So we'll be here till uh, 7 o'clock, and then uh, we're going to have our big countdown to opening day show. That's going to be coming up on Wednesday. Wednesday evening, myself and uh, Mike Claiborne will be coming your way. Speaking of Claibs, uh, he is here. He'll sit down with us coming up in uh, just a few moments. We've got a lot of things to uh, talk about with him. It's been a, a somewhat eventful day today uh, with a couple moves that are uh, kind of eye-opening for different reasons. And probably the most eye-opening move today uh, was the deal that the Phillies struck with uh, Trey Turner. It is an 11-year, $300 million contract. And I'll tell you this, so uh, we are going to meet with uh, Cardinals President of Baseball Operations, John Mosellock, uh coming up uh, a little bit more than an hour from now. So we'll certainly uh, pass along some of the comments that he had uh, later on, A, uh, a just a plug of something we've got going on. Uh, we've got our CardsCast podcast that we're picking up once again, and uh, we're doing it on an every-night basis. So I'll be recording that uh, coming up tonight, uh, and uh, we'll certainly be able to talk about uh, the different things that John Mosellock has to say. Uh, we'll do that uh, this evening when that uh, when that goes live. Uh, but, yeah, Mosellock's going to talk. And one of the things I'm most interested from him is – whether or not some of the conversations he's been having is if they have changed since Trey Turner signed the deal, the 11-year, $300 million contract. So uh, there was a report earlier today where John Morosi had uh, reported that uh, the Cardinals were very much in on the free agent market. Now, that kind of goes against uh, some of the things we've been hearing. Uh, Cardinals have openly said that they are comfortable with uh, Tommy Edmond at the shortstop position, and that's something that they're uh, good moving forward with. But then you hear a report that, indeed, uh, you, you there's interest in the shortstop market. And this year, there are four shortstops that are out there. Well, there were four. Now it's down to three. Uh, but you had the four shortstop, obviously, with Trey Turner. 
in addition to uh, Dansby Swanson, Xander Bogarts, and uh, also Carlos Correa, and that the Cardinals could be interested in one of those uh, players. I've long said, and I continue to stand by this, and if I end up being wrong, I end up being wrong, I've long said that uh, for the Cardinals to sign a shortstop, I felt like it had to be a situation where the market comes back around to them where uh, they're not involved here in the early going of free agency. But if somebody continues to stick around uh, on the free agent market and doesn't get the deal that they want, maybe the Cardinals are able to swoop in late on a short-term deal with a high annual average value, and and potentially that could be something that would happen. Uh, the, The question is, does today's move of Trey Turner and the 11 years and the $300 million, how much does that reshape the shortstop market the way it sits right now for all the teams that are involved in the shortstop market that that wasn't what they wanted to see and you give the philadelphia phillies credit for going out and and spending money and i think that's something that when you know if we go back a year ago when there was when the collective bargaining agreement was coming up one of the things that players were really pushing for was the fact that salaries were being somewhat depressed and we weren't seeing teams spend as much money and then you see Trey Turner today and you see everything else that has gone on uh, and you just wonder is this the, the market and the way it is how much is it going to end up being uh, reshaped and uh, the other deal that was announced today and this is a shorter term deal but it certainly is notable uh, Justin Verlander he is going to the New York Mets and he's going to get an 86 million dollar deal so you got a guy who uh, is going to turn 40 coming up in February and he's coming off a really obviously a very very good year but he's going in you know by the time he's going to be done with that contract he's going to be about 42 years old and he's getting the 2 years and he's getting the 80 plus million dollars that's a that's a lot of money that's a lot of money for him to get and we haven't even gotten to Aaron Judge yet because at some point uh, Judge is going to get paid. And uh, The reports coming out today is that while Judge is not here in San Diego, his representation is, and his representation continues to talk mainly with uh, two teams, the New York Yankees, who would be re-signing him, and the San Francisco Giants, who would be uh, signing him as a free agent. Uh, we'll talk about this a little bit more later on in the program, but it just feels like if he's going to, He's gone this far. It feels like there's a good chance that he's going to end up in San Francisco, or at the very least it feels like he's going to end up with another team. Now, maybe as this continues to progress, a team other than the Yankees and Giants start to have conversations with him. But if it comes down to just those teams, it really feels like the Yankees had their opportunity. They didn't sign him, and now potentially he ends up going to the Giants. And uh, the reports out there are that he could have that decision made at some point by the uh, end of this week. So that... It's just you look at this money that is being spent and for all those years, and it was a good number of years where it felt like the values of contracts were going in a downward direction. All of a sudden it feels like they're going back in an upward direction and going at a, at a pretty solid rate. And then that brings us back to the Cardinals and how much money they are willing to spend. Because coming into this offseason, John Mosellock was very clear. Mosellock was just was very clear in the sense that this team was going to have payroll go up. But we've talked about this. You, When you say that, when you proclaim that payroll is going to be going in an upward direction, that can't just be the accounting for 
arbitration-eligible players, for club control players who are going to get raises, for players who are under contract to have escalators in their contract where they're going to continue to make more and more money. If if uh, if your payroll is legitimately going to be going in an upward direction, that means you're going to be going out and acquiring players, whether it's through free agency or whether it's signing players, and spending legitimate money on them. And now you just wonder, when you talk about legitimate money, is legitimate money even more than what we were talking about before when we see the kind of money that's being uh, thrown around with both Trey Turner and uh, Justin Verlander. So that's kind of where we're at right now. The other thing is, uh, last night... It was it was interesting because uh, there was a report out, and, and I don't even know if it was a report. It was almost kind of a regurgitation, you know, regurgitation where you were looking at something and, and, and almost saying the same stuff over and over again um, when it came to Sean Murphy, the catcher with the Oakland A's, who to me he makes the most sense. If if you can if you can go select any catcher that's out there, either available as a free agent or out there available. Um, uh, as a trade acquisition, Murphy continues to be the guy that makes a whole lot of sense. Well, uh, there was there was an initial report where the Braves were in on him, and then very shortly thereafter, there was a report that nope, not not the case. The the Braves are not in on him. That uh, if and when he gets moved, or it's when he gets moved, not if and when. Uh, when he gets moved, it's not going to end up being the Braves and. Um, the teams that reportedly continue to be uh, interested in him, the Tampa Bay Rays, the Cleveland Guardians, the Boston Red Sox, and the St. Louis Cardinals. So that was kind of, and that's nothing new. Like that's that had been out there for a while that those teams were among the teams. And uh, Mark Feinsand, who uh, covers baseball for uh, MLB.com, uh, uh, he had just, kind of, again, taken that information and just republished it. I had, quote, tweeted it, and that tweet kind of exploded. It wasn't anything new. It was just all the information that was out there. Those are the teams that have been connected to Murphy previously. And the report last night was that Oakland might be close to making a deal. Well, here we are. We're sitting a day later, and Oakland has not yet made a deal. And it just feels like that's the thing that has to happen for everything else to start moving in the catcher's uh, market. Maybe the from a shortstop market standpoint, the fact that uh, Trey Turner got signed, we'll see some of these other free agent catchers out there. But when you look at the catcher's uh, market, you look at the Murphy trade market, you look at the trade market involving some of the Toronto catchers that are likely to move one of their catchers. They've got enough catchers that they could move uh, any number of them, but uh, one of those catchers will, in all likelihood, end up getting moved. And then from a free agent standpoint, obviously, Wilson Contreras and also uh, Christian Vasquez out there as well. So that's kind of the rundown of where we're at the, at this point uh, in uh, just what's going on with the Cardinals, whether or not they really are in in the shortstop market, as that report was earlier today, and maybe it changes. Maybe them being in the shortstop market uh, completely changed after uh, the Trey Turner deal, and then what's going to happen at the catcher spot, because John Mozeliak, he has been very open about the fact that their number one priority right now uh, is indeed finding a new frontline catcher for this team, and that's the thing that Cardinals fans want to see them do uh, before they uh, end up leaving San Diego. I don't know if it's going to happen. You know, sometimes you're laying the groundwork for things that will happen later on uh, during the course of the winter meetings. The Cardinals have not always been a team that always makes a move uh, at the winter meetings. But uh, if they do, you would think that in all likelihood it would be a move for the catcher. But it's been it's been an eventful day. This is good for baseball, by the way. 
This is very good for baseball. Uh, they haven't had the winter meetings for a few years, first off because of COVID, then because of uh, the labor negotiation that went on uh, last year. It is good for everybody to be under one roof, for everybody to be seeing everybody, and just be able to uh, get some deals done that way. So uh, that's where we're at. When we return, Mike Claiborne is going to sit down with us. He'll join us for uh, the next couple segments. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on the developments of today, where the Cardinals go from here. We are continuing to uh, broadcast live in San Diego. Our coverage from San Diego is being presented by Goodwill. Donate a car and get four free Cardinals box seats. My name is Matt Pauley. We are live at San Diego for baseball's winter meetings. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From KMOX Sports, this is a Winter Meetings Report presented by Goodwill. Donate a car for four free Cardinals box seats. Back on a Monday night on Sports Open Line, we continue to broadcast from San Diego in the baseball winter meetings. Matt Pauley being joined by Mike Claiborne. And Claibs, it's been an interesting day here in San Diego. So not a lot of moves, but the moves have been made, have been notable, most notably Trey Turner. 11 years, $300 million. The, the money is one thing, but that year commitment from the Phillies, that's, that, that changes things. Well, think about it. They have another guy like that in Bryce Harper with a long-term deal like that and. You know, more power to him, man. Uh, you think about that deal. You think about what uh, Verlander got. Justin Verlander got two years plus an option. And, and what, $46 million a, a yeah. pop? So, I mean, um, anybody who thinks baseball is in trouble financially, you better think again because they're throwing this money around. And, and I don't even know, Matt, if that's going to set the market because we don't know anything about Judge's situation. Although, and I said to you earlier, I don't think, it doesn't sound like, from what I'm hearing, that he's going back to New York. Uh, I'm hearing, you know, you hear about the Mets, you hear about the Dodgers, you hear about the, the uh, San Francisco Giants. Uh, apparently Seattle's now kicking the tires on this as well. So I would just say stay tuned. Now, on a local front, we haven't heard anything about the Cardinals other than they are, they are in on the Murphy deal. I think they're trying to figure out what the pieces are going to have to be. 
Um, and, and I keep hearing about a shortstop. I mean, that, that keeps coming up too. So uh, I would just say to everybody, be patient. Uh, I don't know if anything's going to happen today or tomorrow, um, but I would say that something will happen before Christmas. All right, you said a lot there. Let's kind of dive in on a few of the things you said. First off, when it comes to Aaron Judge, I was thinking about this, and maybe maybe there's an obvious one that it just isn't coming to my mind, but it feels like when top-tier free agents hit free agency, they rarely go back to the team that they're leaving. Yeah. Th- that team had their shot, and exactly. once you get free agency, uh, th- those guys, they, they just don't go back. No, they don't, and, you know, there's a little confusion a little contention between the two sides in a lot of cases. A player feels guilted because a better offer wasn't made. And then you have some guys that just want out. They look at the situation and they say, I don't know if we have enough to win with, or I don't know if we have uh, the right chemistry. There's a lot of different reasons on why guys leave, but you're right with regard to them seldom resigning unless there's just not the offer they thought was out there. And in that case, then they get lowballed by the team that they, they were going to leave in the first place. The shortstop market is interesting. John Morosi had tweeted out earlier today that he keeps hearing that same stuff about the Cardinals being involved in a shortstop. And then that's before the Trey Turner deal. I don't see the Cardinals giving anybody 11 years or anything no. close to that. So if you're one of those, if you're Bogarts, if you're Carrera, if you're Swanson, why would you on whatever the date is, on December 5th, why would you go take a two-, three-, four-year deal when you just watched a Trey Turner get an 11-year deal? Well, see, I, I kind of think the other way. I, I think that if you get a lot of dough up front in a three-year deal, um, that may end up being better because you can get out of line and get it again uh, from another team. Now, does that mean you're a hired gun from that point on? Yeah, perhaps. But at least you can pick the team's that are interested and they know you can play and maybe you find a team that's going to be in better contention. So I, I'm on the other side of that coin. I know the long-term money sounds good and it is good. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think if you're the right guy, take good care of yourself. A three-year deal, you know, maybe $110, $120 million, and then you can get out of line and go do that again in, in three more years. I mean, it, it puts you in an even better situation. And we've seen a few guys do it. But, again, you have to be a good player. You don't want to be stuck. You don't, teams don't want to be stuck with a bad contract, but they also obviously think you're going to be a good player for a while. And to follow up on the point that you just made, revenues are going up. Uh, playoff money is going to continue to go up and up and up. I don't think baseball has even started to see the windfall that's going to be the gambling money because that's going to continue to come in. Maybe at some point it slows down, but if you don't know what the – what the economic climate's going to look like three years from now. Revenues may be way up compared to what it is right now. That's true. Um, And let's throw in another one, the gorilla in the room, Uh, expansion. They're going to expand by a couple of teams here down the road, and that expansion fee is going to be in the billions. So, you know, there's some more added money, found money, so to say. You know, one of the things about the, uh, the gambling you know, I, I know it's going to be a huge windfall initially, but I don't know where, where it will maintain itself because, and I look at what happened in the crypto industry and how everybody threw in on that. And, you know, a lot of people lost their shirts where some teams have even taken their names off, their, their crypto name off of their facility. So you're always looking for those new revenue streams. And, and baseball has been pretty good at it. And I think what we saw with the NBA, who are allowing hedge funders to sponsor things, I wouldn't be surprised to see hedge funds 
get involved in baseball. If the NBA is trying it, they must have seen something along the way. So they're always looking for new revenue streams. But I, I agree with you. I think we're going to continue to see things go up. Jersey patches, another thing that's coming in. It's, and I know that's offensive to the old school baseball types, but we also know that under Rob Manford and with this group of owners, if they can find a way to create revenue, they're, they're likely to go forward yeah. with it. They've sold us all. I mean, I, I remember there was a time when uh, baseball distanced itself from gambling. I remember Willie Mays was going to work for a casino as basically being a greeter with the corporate sponsors that they would have. And Bowie Coon stepped in and said, no way, we're not going to be associated. Now you show me a team that doesn't have some sort of gambling relationship. I mean, it, that's how much the business has changed. And it, they'll, they'll sell their souls to somebody else here soon. It's, and it's something when you consider, look, having, having a, you know, a, a gambling company's logo on your scoreboard uh, is one thing, and obviously Pete Rose is a, is a completely other thing, but you think about the one unforgivable sin in baseball has to do with gambling, yet here we do see Major League Baseball as a single entity and then all the teams continuing to get in bed with the gambling companies. Yeah, they do, and at some point we'll have some sort of scandal. I don't yeah. know if we'll see it in baseball. We'll, we'll see it in some sports that you can control the outcome a little closer, be it basketball or football. Uh, we'll have some sort of scandal at some point. I saw something. I think it was. A, I think it was a Netflix sports documentary that maybe came out six months ago. It was on Tim, Tim Donahue. Donahue. Yeah. It was really good, and I didn't yeah. know the entire backstory oh, on that. Yeah. And when I watched that thing, I said, "Man, there was more there, and there were more people involved." I, Donahue doesn't seem like somebody who should be trustworthy, but I watched that thing, and I kind of believed what he was saying. Yeah, I, I think that he had some very poignant items that that were discussed and. We don't want to look at it. We kind of like want to look the other yeah. way. But, you know, hey, it's here, man. And, I mean, it's nothing you can do about it. You know, that toothpaste is out of the tube now. That's Mike Claiborne. I'm Matt Pauley. More with Claibs coming up in just a moment. Our coverage uh, from San Diego and the baseball winter meetings, it does continue to be presented by Goodwill. Donate a car. You can get four free Cardinals box seats. And, by the way, give local, give Goodwill. Yes. They they, what a great partner they are of yeah, the Cardinals, of what we're doing. And uh, without goodwill, we're, we may not be sitting give here hope, right give now. Local, give local, goodwill. Yes, yeah. very good. I That's, think I've said that about oh, 8,000. A few yeah. times on the broadcast? It's good, but I appreciate yeah. their involvement. Uh, they've been so helpful locally to so many people. So good to be involved. It's Mike Claiborne. I'm Matt Pauley. We'll be back with you live from the Baseball Winter Meetings in San Diego. More in just a moment right here on KMOX. This is Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice. Kansas City. KMOX. Sports Open Line does it continue. We are live from San Diego, California, as the baseball winter meetings are continuing on. We're going to hear from uh, Cardinals uh, President of Baseball Operations, John Mosellock, later on today. We'll certainly be talking about those uh, comments uh, later on here uh, on KMOX and into uh, tomorrow as well. My name is Matt Pauley. Mike Claiborne is here as well. And, Claves, we've talked about uh, the catcher spot. We'll talk more about that in a moment. But, obviously, shortstop we talked a lot about. What area do you feel like that the Cardinals might walk out of here having improved themselves upon, or at least an area of the team that you really want to see them improve themselves? Well, if you don't have a catcher, then you, you fail. Yeah. Period. You, you've known it. You, you've had opportunities to shore it up. You have variety to choose from. 
Uh, that's the for- foremost important position this team needs to fill. You know, the shortstop conversation is one that I, I've kind of scratched my head over. Um, I thought the one we had playing this year was pretty good in Tommy Edmond. Um, but I also think that the way the game is going to change, Trey Turner would have fit the bill because of his speed and the things he can do on the bases. But if you get a shortstop, then you move Edmond to second, right? Yeah. So what does that mean for Nolan Gorman? What does that mean for Brendan Donovan? Um, you know, and what does that mean for a guy like Mason Wynn? So it's one that every time the subject comes up, I'm kind of like, well, wait a minute. You know, there's a you got to move a lot of furniture in order for this to actually work. And you're basically saying that you've given up on those young assets, controllable assets, that um, – I'm just not sure. I, I think that there are more things that are more pressing um, because I think you've got to make sure you give Donovan and or Gorman a legitimate chance to play. I think the second thing I would do, Matt, is I've got to find another bat, a legitimate bat, to hit in the fifth spot. And I also better go find some more pitching. I don't know if Rodon is a, a, a legitimate number one but he's a guy that probably makes your rotation better. And, you know, we've talked to people about what this team's going to look like after next season as far as all the guys who are under contract. But you better shore up your bullpen, too. And you need more than one closer. You need more than one. You need a guy with some legitimate closing experience because when it's all said and done, you can be strong with a batting order from one through nine. But, man, if you don't have somebody to get some people out, it can be a very arduous difficult season for me i think you would agree it's not about yeah you want to win the division and you want to be better than the cubs and you want to be better than the brewers but but it doesn't take much to be better than them exactly talking about when we get in october who you're going to face and you know quite frankly we haven't been good enough to beat anybody yeah at, at this point uh you almost have to look at the dodgers and look at the phillies and look at um the Mets, I mean, these teams that are spending a lot of money and have really good teams, those are the teams that the Cardinals need to be looking at, and it's kind of weird to be saying that. Yeah, and the yeah. Dodgers as well, sir. Sure. No, you're right. And how you fix that. And, and here's the other thing that, I, that we have to take into account. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Yes, you have to spend it smartly because you have a lot of assets that you can use to acquire players. Um, and and I, I would – maybe not necessarily go all in on these long-term contracts as we talked about before. But, you know, you're going to have to spend money. And for people who say they don't, that'd be at the Cardinals, I don't know if anybody's looked at our third baseman and our first <laughs> baseman in the amount. That's about $60 million worth, yeah. $60 million worth of baseball players right there. Now, on the other side of that coin, you say, yeah, but who else are you paying? And you're right. You're not paying a lot of people a lot of money after those two. So there's wiggle room, but if you're going to make that investment, you've got to make sure you're doing the right thing here. And some of the guys who are out here on the free agent market, I've always said just because you're a free agent doesn't make you an all-star. With, when you look at the other teams that are maybe in on, the, on Sean Murphy, we hear about Cleveland, we hear about Tampa. And I'm a, Boston's mentioned as well. I don't want to talk about them at the moment because they're kind of in a different class. But when you're comparing the Cardinals to those two, the Cardinals have so much depth at the major league level. They can trade in Nolan Gorman and they're still going to be fine in the middle infield. You think about a, a, a pitcher like a Woodford. I, he, does he really have a future in yeah, St. Louis? Because uh, they've got so many starting pitchers. So if Woodford's 
pitching, if he's a prospect in the Rays system, they're looking at him and saying, this guy's going to be a major league pitcher for us. When you're the Cardinals, he's blocked in so many ways. So it allows you to make some moves that maybe some of those other teams can't. Yeah, you're right. And when you look at the teams that are out here that are looking to make trades, and you look at the assets they have on the table, and, and you know, you always think your guys are better than their guys. Uh, but, you know, they're ranked reasonably high in, in different categories. I mean, people have scouted them, and, you know, the, the organization as a whole has, has been able to compete and, and develop players that have eventually come up and play for the team. So they've got a good track record on that front. So I, I think they're in a good position to get what they want uh, because, there's, as you mentioned, some guys, they're, go- they're going to be blocked, okay? Woodford, Burleson, there's some other guys that, you know, they just don't have a real direct path to the big leagues for, for consistency's sake. So, you know, use them in a deal. Yeah. You know, use them in a deal if you have to. I mean, I think the deals are more advantageous than just throwing a, a pot full of money at a guy for, as we talked about earlier, uh, 10 11 years or whatever the number might be. I just I just don't see anybody being that good that long. And if anybody is that good in your minor league system and they're blocked, they get moved by Jordan, like Jordan Walker yeah. did. You got moved to the outfield. But you know, that doesn't happen very often. You got to be a Jordan Walker for an organization to consider that kind of move. Well, think about the fact that Nolan Gorman was supposed to be the future third baseman for the Cardinals. Here comes Nolan Arenado, and all of a sudden Nolan Gorman is trying to figure out how to play second base. I would have preferably put him in the outfield. I thought he would have been a better outfielder than second baseman. But you know what? They didn't ask me my uh, my thoughts on that particular situation. But, you know, I hope it works out for him. Just stepping kind of from a big-picture perspective, you've covered so many of these winter meetings. We haven't had them the last few years. Uh, at one point last year because of uh, the labor situation, a couple of years before that, obviously, because of covid how much have you enjoyed? Like, I've been, I've been next to you a lot over the last uh, day, and, and I see you. Everybody knows you. You're, you're reconnecting with people. How much have you just enjoyed I'm all this? I'm having a blast because yeah. I'm seeing people I haven't seen in a while. Um, and, you know, we used to see them all the time when we were deep in the postseason. You see a lot of the national guys and then other people from teams that you've seen and known and people in the commissioner's office. And, you know, I think my, my biggest kick today, well, we saw him yesterday in Dusty Baker, but I had a chance to visit with him for a little while today. And um, those are the things that make this business fun, uh, people that you've known. And you know a lot of these people, too, uh, from your days with Milwaukee. But it, it's one of the fun things I get a kick out of. And I, I guess I'm blessed to still be able to come do this uh, and just show up and see people. And, you know, we're all pulling for each other in one way or another. And, uh, that's what makes this whole thing fun. Uh, the winter meetings are unlike anything else. It was fun for me to see you and, and Dusty Baker run into each other. And, you know, I've, I talked about it a ton here on Sports Open Line. Like, I, was, I wanted to see Dusty win a World Series so badly, and I was so happy for him when he did. And I have no relationship to him. I just see a guy who has devoted his entire life to baseball and has been one of the best managers in baseball and he's he's everywhere. Every time I turn around, I see him, and you know people are coming up and congratulating him. And it feels like just um, a well-deserved uh, yeah. honor. It, it almost feels like we're sitting here honoring Dusty at these uh, winter meetings, which it, is cool. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've seen anybody have that sort of groundswell support uh, for what he was able to do. And just seeing these people here, some people know him, some people don't. They want to get a photograph with him, or you know, whatever. He's always accommodating. 
Uh, he's been a great face for the game of baseball on and off the field. I've never heard a player say, I want to get out of here. I don't want to play for this guy. I mean, I know guys right now that call me and say, hey, man, can you say something to Dusty for me? You know, I'd, <laughs> I'd, like, to play, I'd like to play there. Uh, you don't see that all the time. But in his case, you do uh, for all the right reasons. Uh, played the game hard, played the game well. He's managed in everywhere he's managed, he's been successful. Uh, and I thought last year, winning 2,000 games. And he, he talked about the fact that the, the year got off on a tough foot for him because his mother passed in January. And then, you know, being involved with a good team, managing an all-star game. And the ironic thing is this year he's going to manage an all-star game in Seattle. They turned him down three different times for that job. And now he's going back there as a world champion. I'm always interested because there are some managers who are really, really good in their heyday, but at some point the game passes them by, whether they can't keep up with the game, whether they can't connect with the athlete of today. And then there are individuals like a Dusty Baker. He has no problem continuing to connect with younger athletes, with people, and it's a really special skill. And it's somebody who probably probably comes from a place that he just cares for people. Yeah, that's all it is. He, he pays attention. He pays attention to people. Uh, he cares about you. If you play for him, he cares about you. And uh, even when you go somewhere else, he'll still, if he sees you, he'll, hey, how's your mother or how's your sister or how's your family? He's that guy. And it, you just don't see that enough because I think guys get caught up in too many other things in the game. You got to know your people, man. If you want them to play for you, you want them to play hard for you at the right time, those are the guys that uh, take care of their own and, and they, they go to war with you. They go to battle with you and they support you and, that's what, he's, uh, that's what he's been all about. Last thing for you, and we kind of talked about this earlier. It's interesting because I've come to a couple baseball winter meetings in a different role. This is my first time kind of in this journalist uh, role. But the, the, the meetings have changed. The, the, we're in a really weird time in baseball where it is continuing to evolve. It really feels like you walk around, whether it is Dusty or whether it's a Brian Snitker, these old-school baseball folks they're out, they're walking around, they're shaking hands, they're talking to people. Some of the more new school folks, I think they may be up in their suites talking to people on the phone and so forth, and it does feel like you can kind of see the two sides of uh, eras of baseball just walking around. You're here. right. That's a good observation on your part. Um, these older guys, you see them walking around, they, they got no problem hanging out and shaking hands and talking to people and catching up. I think some of the younger managers are missing out on a great opportunity to really inhale this business that they're in. Um, because it's not guaranteed. I mean, you can be fired tomorrow. I mean, we've seen that. And, and it's one of those situations that when they try and get another job, people are like, oh, I really don't know that guy. I, don't, I really don't know him. And this is a place where you do come together and get to know people uh, because the next time you see everybody, it'll be spring training, and the next thing you know, you're playing for keeps, and, and it's just a different environment. Babes, you and I back on uh, Wednesday for uh, on the Cardinals Can't Radio wait. Network. Yeah. Cannot wait. We're going to have a lot of fun this year, you and I, with that show. And uh, they'll take us all the way into spring training up to opening day. We'll have a good time and talk to a lot of fun people along the way. That's Mike Claiborne. I'm Matt Pauley. We'll take a break. We'll wrap up this edition of Sports Open Line coming up in just a moment right here on KMOX. This is America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Starting to wrap things up on this edition of Sports Open Line here on KMOX. My name is Matt Bolley, continuing to come your way 
from San Diego in the Grand Hyatt, home of uh, this year's baseball winter meetings. We are continuing to uh, broadcast live out here over the next few days. Tomorrow, no sports open line. St. Louis University basketball will be uh, on the air. They are set to uh, tip off at about 6 o'clock, but uh, we'll continue to do hits on uh, the show and also uh, with uh, Dave Glover. And uh, then we will uh, be back coming up on Wednesday for our countdown to opening day show. And uh, that's going to be myself and uh, Mike Claiborne. Lots of interviews. Just a little while ago, we uh, I'll t- I'll just kind of teased this. A little while ago, uh, we recorded something for, uh, for Wednesday night. Uh, we were talking with Mike Farron from MLB Network Radio. And then St. Louisan, Greg Amsinger, who, of course, is part of MLB Network. He comes walking by. He sees the KMOX uh, thing. He sees the Cardinal Radio Network banner. He sees Claves, he sees Mike Farron, and he sits down, and it was the four of us having a really fun conversation. It went on for a while, so we'll probably have to uh, make it into two segments, but that's going to be something that you're certainly going to want to hear coming up on uh, Wednesday night during Countdown to Opening Day. That was a whole lot of fun, so uh, that's uh, all part of a show that's going to be coming up again uh, Wednesday night, 6 o'clock to uh, 8 o'clock right here on KMOX and also across the uh, Cardinal Radio Network. Before we... um, before we get out of here, let's just one more time kind of reset and go through uh, the things that have happened today uh, in baseball, uh, most notably. And I, I think this is the one that impacts the Cardinals the most. Trey Turner signing that 11-year, $300 million deal. And uh, John Mozeliak is going to speak with the media tonight. Uh, one of the things that uh, if hopefully somebody asks, I'll ask it if nobody else does, is did the tone of the conversations that are being had specifically in the shortstop market, did the tone of those conversations start to change uh, once that contract ended up being signed and we found out as long as it was? Because if you're sitting there, and Mike Claiborne and I had this conversation earlier, what's the what's the better decision? Is it the 11-year contract or is it going two, three, four, five years knowing that uh, maybe the baseball landscape's going to look different and you've got one more opportunity to uh, to cash in. But it seems like more often than not, if you're a ball player, you want that long-term contract, all that guaranteed money. It doesn't really what, matter what happens. You know, like Trey Turner for the next 11 years knows exactly how much money uh, he is going to be making, and that can possibly change things uh, in the market. So uh, that's uh, it's going to be very, very interesting now to see what happens uh, with a Carlos Correa, with a Dansby Swanson, with a, a Xander Bogarts as well, as those guys just looked at this contract that Trey Turner signed, and now they're going to be looking at the annual average value. They're going to be looking at the years. They're going to be looking at themselves internally, trying to make the decision on what they want for themselves moving forward, whether or not they are going to try to uh, go for one of these super long-term contracts or if they're more comfortable with the shorter deal high annual average value, knowing that they can circle back around to free agency in another few years. But uh, setting the market for at least shortstops, uh, Trey Turner does that today. It's clear the market is going to be set uh, once Aaron Judge signs his deal. And uh, the the reports today, Judge not here in San Diego, his representation, they are continuing to have conversations with the New York Yankees and then the San Francisco Giants as well. Uh, I don't have any inside information on this one, but if you're uh, if you're looking at it and trying to figure out what is most probable, it feels like the Yankees had their chance. The Yankees had their chance, and who knows? Maybe maybe he gets a contract from the Giants and they they represent it to the Yankees, and the Yankees beat it, and he ends up back there. Like that, that's a possible thing. 
but it just feels like the Yankees had their chance and that there's a good chance that he's going to end up signing with another team. And right now it feels like the Giants are that team. So if you got to look at one of those two, I would say uh, at this point uh, the Giants seem to be uh, the team that is most likely to end up uh, getting uh, judged. But we'll just have to wait and see. Again, our cont- uh, continuing coverage out here in uh, San Diego. Uh, we really appreciate Goodwill for what uh, they've been able to do. Sitting myself and uh, Mike Claiborne out here, as uh, we do want to remind you that uh, with Goodwill, if you donate a car, you get four free Cardinals box seats. And that is going to do it for this edition of Sports Open Line. Thanks so much for being uh, tuned in. We've got Monday Night Football on the way next. And uh, I'll be with you uh, throughout the day on a number of shows tomorrow. And then our countdown to opening day show is going to be coming up on Wednesday night from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Thanks so much for being tuned in. And we look forward to talking to you again. This has been Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.